Welcome to Powerless to Powerful. This is the Great Awakening of the Masculine Soul, Chapter 3, the Phase 1 R's, Relationships and Results. As you and I sit here, God continues to tell me to remind you that Phase 1 is the sustained physical abstinence phase. This phase is where our lives seem to improve when some things are removed. Number one being the source of so much pain, our active addiction. The first of the phase one R's is one of the most integral parts of life on the positive side of addiction. Learning this simple lesson of addition and subtraction can be the foundation to realizing the promise of peace. Not learning this lesson, especially for men in phase one, can have us living free from active addiction and miserable or at worst, be the driving force back to the pit. I know you're saying, all right, all right, enough already. What is it? It's relationships. For the first phase one R, you and I are going to discuss relationships. Not individual relationships. This is not marriage counseling. It's not therapy. We're not going to discuss our parents, our spouses and partners, our kids or our coworkers. What you and I are going to discuss is a macro the bird's eye view of relationships based on one simple criteria. And here it is, three levels of relationships, negative, neutral, and positive. Now, I know you're already reeling them off in your mind and labeling the people you know as positive or negative, right? Let's talk about what seems to be the easiest one first, the neutral ones. As I create my simple system, it seems the neutral relationships are the easiest ones to cross off the list, right? Well, maybe. Neutral relationships are the ones that I don't give much of a thought to on the surface. Neutral relationships are the lady who checks us out at the grocery store, the man behind the cash register at the convenience store, someone in traffic, and any other number of what I would call casual acquaintances. Neutral relationships in the long and the short of it shouldn't have much effect on my day, unless what? I let them. Two things about neutral relationships. First, how do I let them affect me? A neutral relationship is that person in front of me on the phone in the self-checkout line that is taking forever. Do I let this create a negative thought? And if it does, do I let it create a negative action? Second, neutral relationships are a test. Remember back to chapter two, it's all a test. Now in an upcoming chapter, chapter 10, the phase two T's, you and I will talk about what I call the five pillars. And let me give you a little hint as it relates to what we're talking about here. The first of the five is tolerance. Now, I know I've mentioned this, that phase one is the addition by subtraction phase. Life improves when we remove things from it, right? Let's look at our negative relationships. A negative relationship is one that belittles, degrades, abuses, invalidates, or causes me distress. The negative relationship can be family, can be someone we thought was a friend, a coworker, anyone who deliberately or by ignorance or by mistake, makes it more difficult for me to be successful in the results I choose to have. If you had to look at your relationships and put a negative sign beside the people who really are toxic to you, how many would there be? Now, I'm not saying make a list and start crossing people off, although this one thing really can make a big difference. What I'm saying is that if your purpose is to be happy on the positive side of addiction, ask yourself, does this person move me closer to that happiness or farther away from that happiness? You will see there are definitely people you should spend a whole lot less time with. Now on the other side of the coin are the people who inspire and motivate me. 
These are the people I want to spend more time with. These are the people who are successful at recovery, are successful fathers, husbands, partners, and friends. These people want the best for me. These are the people when the chips are down will support me. These are the people that are willing to tell me the truth. My life as a man, your life as a man can be defined by the types of relationships we have. As kids, our parents told us to be careful who we hung around with, right? Well, let me ask you, do you do that as an, as an adult? In the next chapter, you and I are going to discuss being an example of one of two kinds of people. Do the people you spend most of your time with move you towards positive, empowering thoughts and actions? If they do, spend more time with them. Now, the second phase 1R is something you and I have already touched on several times. Results. If you picture a triangle, on the top of the point, on the top point is the word thoughts. On the bottom left point is the word actions. And on the bottom right point is the word results. Results are another word for purpose. What is my purpose? What are the results I choose to create? I always tell men I'm working with to begin with the end in mind. Have a purpose. Have a reason why you're doing something. You may want to ask me this question. I get it all the time. Which comes first, the positive thought or the positive action? Now, that's a complicated question, and here's why. If you were to take that same triangle and draw an arrow from the word thought to the word action and an arrow to the word result, you can see the progression, right? I have a positive thought, which leads to a positive action, which in turn leads to a positive result. But you could also draw an arrow from action to thought, and then an action from thought to result, right? In essence, you could begin with the results. Draw an arrow to thought or an arrow to action. Truth is, there is no right way. You see, some people think their way into right action. Some people act their way into right thinking. Some people simply stumble into results having no idea what they're doing and create a positive thought pattern and positive actions because of it. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I know I told you we were going to have a fireside chat and I wasn't going to preach or talk at you, but I'm going to do it this one time. Thoughts, actions, and results are all important, but whatever you do, learn to change the language that you use to yourself. Think about that for a moment. As a man, would you, you would never put up with allowing someone to talk to your kids, your wife, your friends, the way you talk to you. Begin here. Instead of being your own biggest critic, be your own biggest cheerleader. The golden rule says do unto others, right? As what? You would have them do unto you. The do unto you comes first. Be kind. Let me give you another one. That's another one of those five pillars. Be kind to yourself. Spend more time around people who inspire and motivate you and less time with the ones with the other ones. The language you use to yourself and about yourself should be consistent with the power of the image and the likeness of the one you were created like.